What's up, everybody? We are back. We are live. Welcome to the Mindset Mogul Podcast. We are your hosts, Josh Jacobs and Bradley Mora, and we are here to deliver you your daily dose of mindset value. We like to start off every episode with a moment of gratitude because gratitude is extremely important in our lives and it's helped both me and Brad a lot. So I just want to say, number one, I'm extremely grateful to be here. I'm extremely grateful to be talking to you, Brad, talking to you, the audience, having just the ability to even broadcast on a camera is something to be extremely grateful for. So I ask you to take a couple seconds right now and just think about at least one thing that you're grateful for, set the mood right to feel this episode and get this content into your brain. So think about one thing you're grateful for right now and let's jump into today's episode, which is going to be a Q&A. We have a question from an audience member. We've been doing these for the past few pods. We started incorporating these Q&As and they've been really awesome. I know we're enjoying them. I hope you guys are enjoying them. If you do get value out of today's episode, we ask you to please leave us a review or subscribe or a comment on YouTube, anything to engage with us. And we really, really appreciate it. That's how we're going to grow. That's how our community is going to grow. So anything you can do to support us, we really appreciate it if you receive value from this episode. So without further ado, let's jump into it. Before I read this question, Brad, how are you, bro? Dude, I'm doing great. Extremely grateful to be here, and uh, I'm excited about today's episode. I think this is a powerful topic for us to jump into. Me too. Me too. I think this is a great question. Today's question is from Jason C. It says, Hi, Brad and Josh. I have trouble with becoming triggered in certain situations, both with my family and in my business at times. I will find myself becoming very sad or angry depending on the situation. It is definitely damaging my personal and business relationships. Do you have any advice on how to make this better? I think this is a great question, Jason. So I just first want to say thank you very much for submitting it. I think me and Brad both have a lot to talk about when it comes to this. Brad, I'll, I'll let you kick this one off and help Jason out. Josh and I chatted a little bit before the episode. And I think the important first thing to think about with emotions and emotional responses is you need to separate yourself from an emotion. The biggest and the most challenging thing with emotions is that you become totally succumbed by them in the moment. You are that emotion. You feel that emotion so powerfully that you really, you can't control yourself. And that's probably why Jason, in these situations, you end up having damaging outcomes is because you are so wrapped up in that emotion. It leads to actions that really don't reflect how you feel or think about the person in that situation. And so the right next step to characterize emotions, to think about them is to use language to properly characterize what they are, to help us separate an emotion from ourselves, basically. And so we thought about three different ways to talk about emotions to help you realize that you are not your emotion. And the first one is especially triggered emotions are they're generally some kind of defense mechanism. It's your body trying to play defense because you feel attacked in a situation. So recognize that this emotion, this thing, it's literally, it's just your body engaging in some sort of defense mechanism. It's not your identity. The second thing, this will come with self-reflection, but most triggered emotions 
they are the artifact of something you've learned in your past, probably from when you were a kid that either you learned when you were sad or you were angry that you got some type of thing or somebody taught you to act that type of way from an earlier point in your life. And so you shouldn't necessarily be blaming yourself for being a sad or an angry person. This is something that you were probably taught super early in your life by the adults, the people that were influencing you at a time in your life when you were really influential. And then the third way to think about emotions, emotional responses is these are really just a function of a story that you're telling yourself about a situation. Like you're going to be mad based on how you think this other person is treating you in the situation based on the story you're telling yourself about how this person is talking to you, how they're attacking you and so forth. And so you realize the emotion is attached to this story. I think it starts to unlock the opportunity to potentially tell yourself a different story. And while we were prepping for this episode, Josh hopped into a really good story about if you're comfortable talking about it, Josh, you and your wife earlier this week about how like you were wrapped up in a story and then... Yeah, yeah. So one of the things that I heard from Gary V a very long time ago is that you know when somebody leaves a negative comment or something and it triggers you, you should not be triggered by that person because if they go out of their way to leave you a negative comment, they probably are hurting very badly internally. And instead of being triggered by them and allowing yourself to get worked up emotionally, you should actually have empathy for the other person because they are probably dealing with something in their life that is causing them pain. And it really reframed the way that I view, not negative comments necessarily, but just the way that I view everything that happens in my life. And I was telling Brad earlier, like you're saying in your, with your family and your business, there could be a situation in your business where, you know, maybe you have a business partner that's like not holding their weight and it triggers you. Maybe you have an employee that, you know, is doing something that triggers you. Maybe you have a client that is just a complete pain and you feel like a slave to them and it triggers you and makes you sad or angry. Like there's so many different scenarios that could happen that could trigger these emotions. But the example that I gave is, and by the way, before I even go into that, when something like that happens, if your client, for example, is just, you know, being a complete pain, like maybe your client is miserable. Maybe your client just like lost their father. Maybe your client is going through something horrible and it's causing them to act out and you are being triggered by it. So there's a way to reframe it where you can avoid being triggered yourself, avoid those emotions that you don't want to have, and actually have empathy for somebody that is treating you this way because it probably means that they're going through some sort of pain themselves. So not even close to as big of an example as that, but something I noticed in my own life is me and my wife were just having a little, it wasn't even an argument. It was just like a little, we were bickering with each other. And she was, you know, frustrating me a little bit. And in the past, I may have blown up, like, because it's very easy to, you know, trigger each other, especially when you're in a relationship and we were on a vacation, you're spending so much time together without a single break. But I had this reframe of maybe she actually is 
going through something or maybe she's feeling something and that's why she's saying these things to me. And sure enough, it was like over within, you know, 30 seconds of that moment. And it was all because I reframed the way that I looked at it and I didn't allow myself to get triggered like I may have in the past. And I think it's really powerful just to talk about how many different scenarios you can be triggered in from your family to your business, to your friends, to everybody. And you have to take that path of having empathy and realizing maybe it's something going on with them and I should not work myself up and have these emotional responses because again, like Brad said before, I need to detach myself from these emotions and think about what may be causing this in the first place. And it's just a super powerful concept that has helped me so much in the past. I used to get triggered so easily. I remember literally making a video one time on Instagram after learning this concept from Gary about how like when a car used to cut me off on the road, I used to have so much road rage and like they would flip me off and, you know, honk at me or whatever. And I would get so pissed off. And now whenever that happens, I remember this happened. I made a video about it because it was like a breakthrough for me. I think that person must be having the worst day ever to flip (laughs) off a stranger and honk at a stranger. That person, maybe they lost somebody today in their life. Maybe they're just a miserable human being. But at the end of the day, I am not going to trigger myself and have these emotions that I don't want to have because how somebody else is feeling. And that reframing has helped my life a whole lot. So sorry, I know I talked for a while there, but I just, it's been very, very powerful for me. So yeah, man, that's, that's the story. That's what happened. That was fantastically put. And I appreciate the passion that you bring to this topic, because I think until you learn these, call them coping mechanisms, like everyone experiences a period of the life where they get really triggered. And what you hit on, I think is super important is you recognize how is it benefiting you to feel a negative emotion because of somebody else? Like that person, they don't feel your emotion and depending on who that person is, they don't even care. So who are you hurting when you allow yourself to get wrapped up in these punishing emotions? It's really just you. Like you're the only one losing in that scenario. And you may even be making it worse for the other person at the same time. For sure. Which then actually inherently then feeds it back to you to just keep feeling that emotion. And so you get stuck in this purgatory of anger or sadness or hopelessness, whatever it is that you're feeling. And so to put like a fine point on one of the things that you were touching on in a situation where you want to detach yourself from the emotion, literally ask, how is this benefiting me? Like how is feeling sad or angry? How is this benefiting me? Is it moving me closer or further away from my goals? Like pull it out big picture and ask yourself that question, activate your rational brain to say, how is this emotion benefiting me? And hopefully that quickly, like you have a come to Jesus moment that it's not. And this emotion isn't worth your time because ultimately it's at your own detriment, regardless of what that other person is dealing with in that situation. And so I'd be curious to know too, like how many arguments between business partners, between client and business, between husband and spouse are the same arguments over and over 
of that cycle that you said where you're literally, they're literally meaningless and they're saying the same thing, but they're just triggering off of each other's emotions. I don't know what the stats are on that, but I would bet that a huge majority of disagreements always come down to being triggered by somebody else's actions and not having empathy for the other person. And I think the answer is always empathy because there's nothing bad that's going to come from having empathy for the other person. You're not going to have a, or the situation in general, if we're not talking about a person or that person's in a car, like flicking you off. But when you're in an argument too, literally who cares who wins the argument in like 99% of cases, isn't that just your ego saying, I want to win this argument. And you've now got your, your ego wrapped up with an emotion. And one other thing I want to call out about emotions like sadness and anger, they're fucking addicting. Like you should view them as similar addictions to other negative things in your life. TV, drugs, video games, like they all play on the same pathways in the brain. And so you can become addicted to these strong negative emotions and your body is conditioned to want to feel them again. And so every time you lose the battle to feel that emotion and then lean into it instead of detaching from it, you're basically telling your brain, this is something that I want to happen again. And so you're talking about being in these same arguments over and over again. I would argue to say that you're just craving that same, not even consciously, but subconsciously, you're craving the same negative emotion over and over again, which then pushes you into these same stupid, frivolous actions. Yeah, I think that was a huge call out. I think that's super, super accurate. I mean, there's people 100% addicted to stress. There's people addicted to the feeling of anger or whatever. And maybe it's subconsciously. But anyways, I think the other thing that I want to mention is that you know, I, we talk about this all the time and maybe I'm going out of order here, but like having gratitude in those moments is also extremely important because gratitude is the greatest combative practice that you can have towards any negative emotion. When you feel sad, when you feel angry, whether it's at a person, whether it's at a situation, whether it's at yourself, it doesn't matter what it is. If you take five minutes and start listing all the things in your life that you're grateful for, and it could be as simple as the fact that you have running water, the fact that you can walk, the fact that you have all your limbs, the fact that you have access to food, it could be the simplest things in the world. But if you spend five minutes listing those things to yourself, I guarantee you that in those five minutes, you will be less sad and less angry, if at all, because it's impossible to feel grateful AF and sad AF at the same time. Really important <laughs> distinction there, but it is very true. We come back to gratitude a lot, but it is, it's a tool. It's a superpower tool for dealing with any situation that has a negative, like a negative emotion tied to it. It's a superpower tool for staying in a positive state of mind when you're battling negativity. That's why we start all these episodes with that gratitude practice, because you may be coming into this episode Something may have just happened in your business that pissed you off. You may have just gotten in an argument with somebody. Like, we don't know how you're coming into this business. But what we do know is that if you take a second to reflect on something you're grateful for, it will start to flip the switch towards positivity from negativity. So it's arguably the most important. 100%. So let's wrap it up for the three tactical tools that we just talked about for Jason to 
to use in a situation where he's triggered? What are you going to do right in that moment when you're getting triggered, you're starting to have these emotions? First thing that you hit on super well was consider the other person, have empathy in that moment and lead with empathy. That way you're starting to consider what is that person going through? And then understand that that's probably why they're acting like they're acting. And it's ultimately not the attack on you that you're telling yourself that it is. And so tool number one is have empathy for that other person and it'll start to disarm that emotion. Second thing was activate your rational brain. Ask yourself the question, how is this benefiting me? And really realize that these emotions, they do not serve you. They might be addicting and so you need to recognize that, but take a step back and realize, is it getting you closer to really anything that you want in your life? And the answer is always going to be no. And then the third thing, and really we always think is the most important thing is have a moment of gratitude, condition yourself. Like this is something you should always be practicing. As soon as you start to feel a triggered emotion, go to a place of gratitude and you'll essentially, you'll cut it off at the head before it can turn into the monster that takes over your body in the way that you're feeling. And so package those three things up. And use them as a toolkit in any situation in which you're feeling triggered with your family, Jason. You're feeling triggered with people at work, your clients, whatever it might be. And you'll quickly start to see that the damage in those relationships is going to be a lot less than what it used to be. A couple other things we talked about were like longer term solves too. Because emotions are, we were talking about earlier, but they're like these artifacts, most likely of things that happened earlier in your life, you know, past whether small or large traumas or things that you just learned as a child that you don't even know that like this stuff happened in your brain, but it's in there. And so figuring out ways to deal with like emotions on the longer term to help settle yourself so that your range of volatility that gets you into these triggered emotions just naturally decreases over time. For me, we talked about on the last episode, but I think meditation is an incredible tool over the long term to naturally like increase your capacity to manage emotions even before they happen. It brings you clarity. It brings you calm. It also lets you look at that emotion like it's an object, detach from it and detach from your ego so that it's less likely that you ever even get wrapped up in a really negative emotion. Yeah. I think there's a few other things too that on a long-term basis may help you. Obviously, therapy can help. There's multiple different types of therapy. One thing that I don't feel qualified enough to talk on yet, so I'm not going to speak on it because I only speak on things that I feel qualified to talk about. And I suggest you only listen to people who are qualified to talk about things. But look into logotherapy. If you are familiar with this, Brad, you can talk about it. But logotherapy is something that Viktor Frankl always talks about from the book Man's Search for Meaning. He was in Auschwitz, and he's a Holocaust survivor, a psychologist from Auschwitz. It's a very interesting concept and way of therapy that I think is incredibly useful. They also talk about it in the book Ikigai that I just read a couple days ago. And that's why it's just top of mind right now. But logotherapy, very interesting. We're going to have to do some research on that, Brad, by the way, and do an episode on it. So let's make a note of that. Yeah, I think also exploring the past events, like Brad was saying, finding some source of emotional triggers. And then again, coming back to that daily practice of gratitude is going to make it easier in those moments to have gratitude. 
You know, David Meltzer always says two minutes a day is better than two hours on a Saturday. So the consistency of that gratitude practice is going to be extremely important. Wake up every single morning and just repeat three things to yourself out loud that you're grateful for. Very simple. And, you know, there's absolutely no excuse not to do that. So with that being said, unless you want to add anything, Brad, I think we could go into the audience exercise. The one thing I'll, I'll close that out with is the the daily practice of gratitude and even a daily practice of meditation, they all fall into this bucket of a concept that we're working on called daily mental fitness. It's really building a program for yourself that you're consistently working to improve, proactively working to improve the mental state that you're in. And so I think in further like episodes down the road, we'll talk more comprehensively about what a daily mental fitness program looks like. But the regular practice of things like gratitude and meditation, they should be viewed as important as working out your physical body. And especially if you're a person that deals with triggering emotions or past events that you know lead to these types of negative emotions. And so also I want to say, I just appreciate you and like the honesty that you have about here's a subject I can talk about. And then here's something that the audience should go explore more on their own because we're not qualified to talk about it yet. And so... Yeah, I'll take it to the audience exercise. And so, Jason, this is an exercise for you to do to help practice these things. And then if you're in the audience, I would definitely encourage you to follow along as well. And so the first question, and I would say, go ahead and take a couple of minutes to journal on this, play this back and, and take your time through each of these questions. When was the last time you were emotionally triggered? So think to the last time that you were very sad, very angry, very fearful, something that was a triggering emotion. And then if you need to go back and listen to the podcast, but go through the tactics that we talked about and identify what tactics could you have used to manage this situation differently and write down one or two of the tactics that you could have used to manage the situation. And then finally, so through a practice of visualization, do your best to relive that moment, but instead imagine yourself using those tactics in that moment. Feel the relief that you would feel from giving that person empathy. Feel the relief that you would feel from the emotion for feeling gratitude. Say the actual things that you'd be feeling the gratitude for. So really practice reliving that moment, but doing it with the tactics. And so that way, next time that you run into a situation like this, your body and your mind are already going to be more prepared to snap into doing and using those tactics to avoid a really negative situation. That was great. All right. Well, I think this is a good episode. Jason, I hope you got something out of this. I hope this helps. Anybody else, obviously, hope you get something out of this. If you did find value, we would really appreciate it if you gave us a follow on Apple or Spotify or wherever you're listening. Left us a review. If you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe. Give us a comment. If you want your own question answered, we read all the YouTube comments. Give us a comment. Send us an email, support at mindsetmogul.com. And we will get to your question and answer it on an episode. But with that said, I hope you guys enjoyed. Brad, thank you so much. And we will see you in the next one. See you in the next one.